sometimes we find comfort in the least expected of things and places, like random graffiti in public bathroom walls, or total strangers we happen to pass by. And sometimes it's pain that's worse than the one we're already going through that somehow brings us comfort. When we think the situation cannot get any worse, only to find ourselves facing a problem that's even more serious and dire than the one we were already dealing with, we realize, well, the first problem wasn't so bad after all. And so, we sometimes keep our bodies busy and tired in order to take our minds off emotional pain. And when we fall physically ill, well, heartaches suddenly feel frivolous and insignificant. I suppose it's a blessing that one pain can mask the other rather than multiplying and feeding into each other. But of course, the true blessing is that we have each other to sympathize and empathize and to truly comfort one another. I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was Harim with his song, 사랑이 다른 사랑으로 잊혀지네. A love is forgotten by another love. It's so true, right? One love lets us forget another love. Sometimes it is one pain as well that lets us forget about an earlier pain. It is by no means the most ideal situation, but it is one way to move on from at least one of the pains, isn't it? But, you know, I think true comfort really comes, it all comes down to understanding. When others understand us and our pain, relate to us and show that they really know what we're going through, and that they'd feel the same way if they were in the same situation. That is when and how we know that we are not alone, that we will make it through, and that we will be okay. And I hope that we can all be the kind of people who are able to provide such comfort to those in need. So, how is everybody doing today? How is your hump day going so far? Our global roll call is coming up in just a moment, so tell me all about it as you also tell me where you are and what you're doing. You can also let me know any songs you feel like listening to today. Don't forget, you can also share your Sayander stories and anecdotes about anything and everything else as well. Nothing is too trivial. Anything goes. Message me on Kong, right on the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. If you have a Korean phone number, you can text me at sharp 8150. It's 51 per SMS and 101 
per MMS message. Now, today being Hump Day or Wednesday, Kayo Top 10 will be coming up in part two of today's show. I hope you do stay tuned so you can join us for our mini trip back in time. I'll be back with that roll call after this. Here is Leela Mars and Toil with Gone featuring Palo Alto. <laughs> One Fine Day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea. It is currently 5.23 p.m. And it's a little warmer today, but uh, there's a little bit of a brisk breeze, so it doesn't feel as warm as we think it could be. But relatively clear air, so can't complain. Right now, I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yaido, Seoul. Where are you? the global roll call time. A chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are and what you're all up to right now. Aside from tuning in, that is, where are you? Listener Jongsook72 writes, I'm curious what your secret to your radiant beauty is these days. It's been so cold for the past few days, but it's a lot warmer today. I really wish the weather will be as warm as it is today. Next week for your performance in Mzong. Well, even if it's very cold, it's okay. I think we'll be nice and toasty indoors anyway. Um, in any case, we have to always be prepared for cold weather because winter has come. Alicia Y writes, My work Christmas party is tonight. They've flown up the Melbourne and Brisbane team for this. And it's definitely great seeing some of those people in real life for the first time. Also, had a client lunch for one account yesterday, another client tomorrow. It's a very boozy and foodie week for me. It would have been perfect if I didn't still have deadlines to meet. Aha, alas, it is the ear and rush of things, right? So many people to meet, so many things to do. Listener Yun Mi-jang writes, I can't believe it's already Wednesday. Lately, I've been concentrating my artistic spirits to draw. When I draw on my tablet at home, I can draw with ease because I can edit easily. But when I draw with colored pencils at the studio, I get so nervous about making mistakes. But I think that's why the sense of accomplishment is twice as strong. I'm thinking of drawing more from now on. That's a fantastic time um, to way to spend your time drawing. Always been so envious of people who can draw because I just can't draw to save my life. I think it's fantastic that you're branching out on different mediums, and I highly encourage you fighting. Listener Jerry writes, "안녕하세요, Jerry입니다. I am on my way to buy some winter snacks. My wife called and said." She had a sudden craving for snacks like keranpang, bungopang, dangkongpang, etc. 
Ah, yes. These are the winter bready snacks that we find on the street, street vendors. But it is a seasonal thing, only in the cold weather. I scoured the neighborhood for an hour looking for them. and They are usually sold by vendors that move about. So I'd look them up, only to find that they're not there when I get there. Once I find one, I'm going to buy so much that she'd get sick of them. <laughs> are there any winter snacks that are memorable for you? Oh, yes. Uh, Korean winter snacks. Kerambang, or egg bread, is one of my personal favorites. It used to be so popular at one point, but now it's sort of harder to find. They're a little bit rare, but you have to have a sprinkling of salt on the little egg with a quite Swedish sort of biscuity bread. Hotdog is another classic one that I associate with the winter. Mm, yummy, yummy. It's like honey pancakes. Ooh, yes, winter snacks. Good stuff. All right, let's take a look at song requests. Our first is from listener Here I Am 0203, who writes, 안녕하세요, DJ Lena. So apparently today is Tesol, ah, traditional season day. Uh, or traditional seasonal division. And uh, here I am says, well, it rarely snows in Busan, so I don't even remember the last time I saw any snow here, but I'm hoping I'll get to see it at least once this winter. Hey, those seasonal divisions, they are uncannily right. Maybe not for a milder climate like in Busan, but definitely we had snow falling very, very early this morning, right, uh, in Seoul. So there you go. Yeah, first snows have come and gone already. Yeah, we got those out of the way the past couple days. Been a, quite a bit of snow um, very early on. Okay, we will get your song request. It is A. Lee's 첫눈처럼 너에게 가겠다. And then we have listener Tammy Koo 3728 who writes, Hi, DJ Lena and OFD. I just want to say how much I enjoy the One Fine Day program. My song request is Fine by Taeyeon. Have a great day. All right, two fantastic vocalists back to back here. First up, A. Lee with her song, 첫눈처럼 너에게 가겠다. I will go to you like the first snow. After that, it is Taeyeon with her song, Fine. on with fine even though it's not fine <laughs> and before that it was a lee with her song i will go to you like the first snow we have some quick hellos uh g that's what it is and listener rnjsckddls says little emojis there accompanying some highs hellos KS Bin find fifty two eighty four also says hi Lena hello hello and regarding today's opening Tape Warren says well this is why we always tune in to OFD to get the comfort that we need after a hard day's work well thank you I'm so glad that OFD the show itself can be that source of comfort for all of you guys and of course part of that comfort comes from also sharing uh, details and anecdotes about one another with each other here on the message boards. It is sort of like a little community that's going on, feeling the connection 
with somebody, even if they're strangers and even if they are all completely in a different country on the other side of the world, knowing that even with someone, a complete stranger on the other side of the world, has something in common with you, that there's this communal feeling, even though, even if it's just enjoying the same music and enjoying the same playlist, that is comforting. I think as humans, as social animals, we gain a lot of strength from that, right? And we get really rejuvenated. That's wonderful. All right, listener Toyang, some bad news. I caught a cold. It's my first cold in three years since the spread of the COVID virus. And it's mainly in my throat. Can you share some tips of taking care of your throat? In the meanwhile, be we bear of the cold, everybody. Song request, though. Dabichi's 나의 오랜 연인에게. All right. So sorry to hear. It's so... It's also worse if it hasn't been, um, if it's been a long time since you got a cold because our immune systems, I think, are a little in stasis. We're not used to fighting stuff off because we're wearing the masks, we're washing our hands. So it tends to hit us a little harder um, after being so dormant for a while. So I hope you do feel better soon. Now, if your throat is like feeling like it's on fire and it's really um, kind of like raw feeling, if it's hurting... Um, actually, I know people think you have to drink warm liquids. Actually, drink cool liquids because it will actually kind of help with the inflammation in your throat. Uh, hydrating is the most important thing. Honey is really great for your throat. Honey, ginger, make some honey ginger tea, make it lukewarm, right? Um, keeping your throat coated, keeping yourself hydrated, that's the most important. And also, some good sleep if you can get it. Yeah, absolutely. I hope you feel better soon. Let's all listen to Toyang's song request. Here's Tabichi with Nai Oren Yoninike, Dear. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Jisoo Kim 0801 likes our picture today on our Instagram page at KBS One Fine Day. Says, gorgeous. Danke. Songahan also says, you look beautiful today as always. Well, thank you so much. Thank you very, very much. Lena is in right. 안녕하세요, Nuna. I didn't know about your Busan performance yesterday and was disappointed that there was no live radio. Because I wanted to give a shout out to my daughter for her birthday. Even though it's a day late, I think she'd love it if you would say happy birthday to Heyuni. It's gotten so cold. Be careful not to catch a cold. All right. Well, first of all, yes, uh, I did have to take a pre-recorded day because my Busan performance was the yesterday. But it was not a public performance. It was a private event. So that is why no one knew about it, of course. Um, in any case, we're sorry to have missed the day of the birthday. But... Even though it's belated, we'd all like to say happy, happy birthday to Heyuni. Happy birthday. All right. Johnny4900 writes, I got a prize package from KVS with an ornate fan and an OFD t-shirt like I had asked about back in September. I'm a little too big for it, but I will try to get the logo attached to a bigger shirt and then I'll be set to see if anybody recognizes it here. 
All right. Yes, we were hoping it would fit you, but unfortunately, Korean sizing um, for men's clothes is all a little on the small side. My husband always has a problem with the sizes here as well because he's got big shoulders, so totally can sympathize with you there. But very tech-savvy of you to get that logo transferred to a nice, big, comfy shirt. Hopefully, you'll be able to wear it, and someone will say, Hey, that'd be cool. Listener Nejongjo says, I've been working really hard lately. It's cold, but I've been diligent, moving diligently to pay for my Dongseng's hospital fee. There's a song I've put aside after just putting together the melody and lyrics, but I've decided to complete it next month. My body's aching every morning as if I'm back in the military, but I feel like I'm really living. Uh, this message kind of really resonated with me too because there is some strange ironic thing about being queen of uh i don't know just like you're feeling you're stretched thin and you're so busy and you're working so hard that to the point where like you're going to bed every day with sore muscles and just oh but for some reason it's not a bad thing because you really do feel like wow i'm living yeah well i'm glad you have a very positive attitude about it and fighting good luck and hope that uh, your Dongseng's hospital bills can be all met. And uh, hopefully they don't need hospital bills very, very soon. Listener Jong Songa writes, I've been reinstated to a department I worked at eight years ago. So I'm feeling hectic at home, back and at home, back and forth. I'm trying to readjust with a new mindset. Mm, that can be... Yeah, having to adjust to anything. Readjusting, for that matter. Well, I hope the adjustment goes very well, that the transition goes smoothly. All right, I'll be right back with today's Parallel Universe after this. Here's Panic with Nunnoktit or Snowmelt. <laughs> not entirely two different songs from two different parts of the world. It's like they belong to a parallel universe. It's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike, but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection. One K-pop track and one non-K-pop track. Time for Parallel Universe. Today, we are going to listen to two songs that share the title, Rewind. First up is the K-pop track, Rewind, by the Lovelies. Not only are they as lovely as their name, this girl group is extremely talented. Their song, Rewind, was part of their fifth mini-album entitled Sanctuary. It was released in 2018. The group described the song as one that is for everyone, who is taking their first steps into a new world, especially for those graduating from school, feeling both excited and scared. Here's a bit of the words. Being a grown-up is something I've always wanted. So why is it that my fears are bigger than my excitement? I'm just sad 
that I feel like you are drifting away from me, and even the precious memories, times that may never come back. If you're feeling too scared, it's okay to pause and rewind to those cherished times. Some pretty good and mature grown-up advice. If you're feeling too scared, don't feel pressured to keep moving forward. Take a step back, rewind, right? And cherish those memories past before you move on. As for our non-K-pop song, we will listen to Rewind by Australian folk singer-songwriter Ziggy Alberts. He started out as a busker in 2011, released his first album in 2013, and by 2017, he found himself touring 11 European countries. His song Rewind was released as a single in September off of his sixth studio album called Dancing in the Dark, which followed up the following month. Now, the artist named the genre of his latest album Future Folk, explaining that the album is a blend of the honest and raw with the smoothness and touch of synthesized soundscapes, intentional tuning, programmed organic samples that reflects accurately the range of experiences we are having as humans in our current world. Too true. Very good observation. We do have such a blend of technology um, just kind of really seeped into all aspects of our lives, but we are still human. We're still feeling our emotions, honestly, rawly. Here's a bit of the song's lyrics. Sing that song like the last time over and over. Don't get it stuck in rewind. Make love and write your poetry too. See that girl like the first time over and over. Don't get it stuck in a rewind. Fight for your rights and write your poetry too. Love that. All right, let's listen to these two songs back to back. Rewind by Lovelies and then Rewind by Ziggy Alberts. That was Rewind by Ziggy Alberts, and before that, Rewind by The Lovelies. Do it different ways to approach your situation. Step back and rewind, or don't get stuck in the rewind. You choose. Those were the Parallel Universe songs of the day. Coming up in part two, it is OFD's version of Kyo Top 10. Hope you don't change that channel. But wrapping up part one, here is Aiyarin with her song, Majungarangir, The Way to Meet. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. In a moment, we're hopping on a time machine, traveling back in time to listen to some good old Kayo for our Wednesday segment, Kayo Top 10. I'll be back with Liz after a quick song break. Here's 17 with their song, Darling. You know without your arms so lonely When you're not here and I won't, won't call it Into your heat again I'm diving
for this? Once upon a time, there were days when K-pop was simply known as Kayo. Back in those days, every Wednesday evening, every Korean music fan tuned into KBS 2 TV to watch their favorite singers perform on the legendary music chart program dubbed the Kayo Top 10. It is not Throwback Thursday or Flashback Friday, but way back when Wednesday. We're going to take a trip back in time to listen to some old-school K-pop music, also known as Kayo. Now, joining me in the studio to guide us through this trip is our very own OFD staff writer, Liz. Hello. Hi, Liz. Hi, hi. How are you doing this hump day? I'm doing good. I'm doing uh, really well. <laughs> it's warm today. Yeah, it is warm today. Yeah, it was a little uh, unexpected because yesterday was pretty nippy. Yeah, right? so I was actually wearing a hat, mm-hmm. uh, knitted took, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got too hot, so I had to take it off. And then I got major static hair. Oh, yeah. And then, like, a gust of wind blew all sorts of dried leaves into my hair. And, no. Yeah, it was fantastic. Ah, <laughs> uh, the joys of winter. Yep. Alas, here we are. Yep. Here we are. All right, we've got lots of people excited. Uh, so many emoticons here. <laughs> Yay, Liz from Tepe Wern. KYB702 says, 안녕하세요. Hello, Liz. You being said that... Uh, um, Tavia Warren, you being said, hello, Liz, too early. <laughs> That's okay. There's no such thing. Mm-hmm. Um, two hellos is just just double the pleasure, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and we've got Jung Sung, of course. Hello, hello, Jakanim. JS Germany 6, who says, uh, No. <laughs> That's a no no. <laughs> I'm flattered, but. It's yeah. very grandiose. It's very like grandiose. That. Super grandiose. Yeah. And of course, we also have Law Baby 2 who says Lita. Hello, hello. All righty. Okay, we're going to start up on today's kind of uh, trip back in time. Mm-hmm. Are we going to a specific time? Are we going to a specific topic? We're doing both. Ooh, yeah. Liz, your Kuka de Piojakanin. Please don't. It makes me very uncomfortable. I don't. I don't handle compliments very well. It's, it's all out of love and affection. Aww. Mm. Well, thank you, thank you. But <laughs> I'm gonna move on quickly because I feel very uncomfortable Aww. and uh, go to dis- the second week of December of 1995. Mm. And the topic will become very obvious very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll get to that in just a little bit. But uh, just to paint you a picture of what the scenery was like on this side, we had Satejo Riders come back home at number one. One oh. on top ten, followed by Hungbogakigamakya. Yep, <gasps> And also, it's so random. So the three top three songs on top ten would have been the three number one contenders of right. the week, right? right. So there was Satejuaide, mm-hmm. and then Yukaksu with Hungbogakigamakya, mm-hmm. which is like, uh, you know, almost pansori, right? Yeah, well, based on a pansori, based on a pansori, real pansori too. Got a little retro going on. Yeah, and then we had Isora with Nanhengbokke up there oh. too. So. Like variety, Very diverse, <laughs> yeah, contenders, mm-hmm. and of course it went to Tejo either, but yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, that's that was how history was that written. Is, that's history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of the pond, oh, okay, I will slow down because I just realized I'm talking really fast because <laughs> I was feeling uncomfortable. No, <laughs> so uh, yeah, on the other side of the pond, mm-hmm. we had the 
favorite song of all time for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. at the time anyway mm-hmm. um it was one sweet day oh. not one fine day but one sweet day <laughs> by mariah carey and boys to men oh that was an epic collaboration oh, yeah. it was amazing so, and wow. it was like right after <clears throat> mariah carey released her song fantasy 2 so oh, they right. were they were both up there in the charts yes very dominant mm-hmm. um, and boys to men had just released a second album too right so, the the second album oh yes right, the boys was... to Men. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, probably, you know, one of the best albums of that decade. Mm-hmm. And so that was December 1995. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm trying to well, place myself back there. Right. Mm-hmm. And this might help you even more because mm-hmm. number two was Whitney Houston and her song Exhale from the movie oh, Waiting to Exhale. Waiting to Exhale. Uh-huh. I remember that. She so, sported a fantastic new pixie cut. Mm-hmm. I love that. Subtitle Shoop Shoop. Shoop. Shoot, do. All right. <laughs> and uh, on number three was mm-hmm. LL Cool J with his song Hey Lover. Oh, wow. Okay. Also a little diverse, yeah, right? Yeah, a little bit. Some hardcore R&B, pop mm-hmm. R&B, um, rap. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, These are the genres that was dominating, I think. And that's an important fact you might want to remember as mm-hmm. we move on to our next song, which is, well, the first song of the day. Okay. It is none other than 너의 곁에 있고 싶어. I want to be by your side. Mm-hmm. A song by Shin Hyobom. Oh. And Shin Hyobom is a superb vocalist who kind of became known as Korea's answer to Whitney Houston. Right. Well, right. Basically, Korea's Whitney Houston was her <laughs> nickname. Yes. And rightly so. She does have the chops. Absolutely. Yeah. The diva chops. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was around <clears> this time when we have started to hear the R&B inflections and uh, the ad-libs yeah. that Kayo Palladu didn't really have. No, they didn't have. Yeah. Came much more from a classical base as also from a rock base. We had mm-hmm. a lot of rock ballads. Oh yeah, that's true. Right? Mm-hmm. But uh, Shin Hyobong was pretty much considered the first woman who could actually sing R&B licks mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. in Korea. Like, notes that can't be written down. <laughs> Is how Riffs. I saw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, well, it can't be written down, not written down. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, though, because with a lot of your songs, too, I think mm-hmm. fans like to memorize them sure. and copy them. Copy the like, riffs. Yeah, uh, as they were recorded. Yeah. But when the actual singers, when the actual vocalists uh, perform on stage, they do completely different things. It's because it is ad-libs. Exactly. Yeah. We can choose to keep the licks um mm-hmm. I personally like to change it up every single time. So it's it's <laughs> every single every single time. It's so amazing. Mm, uh-huh. You know, it's like what how <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, I guess it's kind of like, you know, the jazz band solos and stuff like yes, that. Yes, absolutely. So I, I remember when I was in a jazz band, mm-hmm. I was playing the trumpet. And when I had to do the solos, yeah. I simply changed it up because I couldn't remember what I did the last time. That's pretty much the same w- with really? me as well. Ah. Um, unless it's, you know, an album version mm-hmm. and I want to remain faithful to it. Right. Then I, like everybody else, uh-huh. is at home practicing those licks yeah. so that I could remember what uh-huh. they are. But if uh, if I don't have any kind of barrier like that, mm-hmm. barring me, mm. yeah, I can't really, I can't really remember. Mm. <laughs> what, I'm like, oh, well, that sounded really good yesterday, but I don't remember what I did. Uh-huh. So it's hard for me to recreate it. Oh. Yeah, that's why I actually do. I do have to sit down and write things I... out, transcribe things like, you know, to be able to remember it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ad lib. 
Hence the word. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the true meaning of the word. Yeah. Anyway, going back to Shin Yo-bum. Mm-hmm. So yeah, she was pretty much the first diva mm. Korea saw. Well, R&B diva anyway. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was not only known for her like loud voice. Like mm-hmm. she really had chops. Yeah. Has, uh, I should say. Yes. Um, but what she became... But even better known as through mm-hmm. age mm-hmm. is her ability to control it. Mm, I see. So, uh, they say even in one bar, right. she could go to like you know the loudest and yeah. to the softest yeah. in like no time. Yeah, and I imagine technique. it's a difficult thing. <laughs> oh yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, I think it was very timely of her to. Uh, have been singing mostly at this time and like 95 was one of like I guess it was around the time when her popularity was at its peak Mm -hmm. um, the first time anyway uh, because as we were talking about earlier the likes of Whitney Houston Mariah Carey and even Celine Dion those people were not only popular in the states but Mm -hmm. all over the world including korea right and i think it's safe to say that koreans had been listening to more of the people in the states Mm -hmm. uh, around this time because thanks to the internet we had access Mm -hmm. um but yeah so thanks to you know the the emergence of not emergence but the pop the growing popularity of r&b music and uh quote-unquote diva music in the states shinobom had a really nice footing here and uh you know won that prestigious nickname Mm -hmm. korea's whitney houston yeah good timing Mm -hmm. on her part Mm -hmm. now as for her song or i want to be by your side it was a part of it was actually the title track of her fifth album which was simply titled shinhobam five nice was released in 95 Mm -hmm. and uh it's a song that's saying you know i want to be by your side Mm -hmm. so don't go don't go yeah Mm -hmm. um if you go i'll be all alone Mm -hmm. and i don't want to be the one crying and trying to hold you back Mm -hmm. so don't go (laughs) <laughs> but then she also goes on to say, but you leave. Oh, but... Yeah, but you leave. These are all words that are futile mm-hmm. because she knows that yeah. that person is going to leave ultimately. Right. So, and mm. she says, you're going to leave as if nothing's happened mm. and uh, as if our love didn't even exist. Ah, so mm. even knowing that, mm-hmm. she's just got to do the last Hail Mary and then just put it all out there. Yeah, and I mean, with her you know emotive expressions and her uh amazing inflections and all that Mm -hmm. it's gonna be hard for him to leave yeah she's gonna make it pretty hard (laughs) yeah all right let's all listen here's shinyobam with i want to be by your side That was a Shin Hyobom, just a little bit, uh, a little taste of what she can do. Mm. I want to be by your side. Like you said, Liz, making it hard for that person to walk away. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved how it was very 90s. Mm. <laughs> it was very, very 90s. 90s. R&B power ballad, kind of yeah. like power of love yeah a little little yeah. power of love going on mm-hmm. in there in terms of the arrangement and that saxophone that just yeah. brings me back to the 90s yeah it was almost like a requirement it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like uh if we were you know recording ballads there's either going to be an electric guitarist mm-hmm. or a saxophone is waiting in the lobby <laughs> to come in and do that solo it seemed like it was just one of the two it's just at one time 
it's it's just you know like a sign of times. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And uh, Shin Yeobo, very famous for her belt. Mm. You know, um, and this was a very modern kind of belt. Like, like you said, you know, if we go back in time to earlier K balladeers, mm-hmm. this belt was very fresh and new, mm-hmm. right? And it was a very kind of Whitney Houston inspired, Celine Dion yeah. sort of belt going mm-hmm. on. So ushering in a new age. Yeah, showing Pretty. the world that it can be done in Korean. Yes, too. absolutely. <laughs> yes, really cool song. And mm-hmm. yeah, she had chops. Loved it. All right. So our first song was Noye Gyote Ikushipa. And we're moving on to our second song of the day, which was also on the charts in the second week, first and second week of December mm-hmm. 1995. And this one was called Don Deko. Non Deko. You're mine. You're mine. It's a song by Kim Won Jun. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I like that uh, the English translation for the title I found was You're Mine, mm-hmm. not You Are Mine. Right. Because otherwise, I, like, I think. 너는 내꺼 should be you are mine. That's true. That's true. Yeah, although that's not how the rule works, but no, you know, not really. It but like, it yeah. just feels the nuance. Yeah, is closer. And it's like you know they're both kind of contractions. Yes, so, that's true. You know. That's that's true. Not yeah. important, but you know that was that. Mm, and uh, um, the this song, I mean, the song that we just heard by Shin Yeobom was like a very typical. Uh, power ballad of the '90s, yeah. and we're gonna move on to a very typical. Uh, dance song mm-hmm. of the 90s. Of the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, mm, I said very typical, but at the same time, you hear, a, you're, you're going to hear a lot of very typical 90s percussion samples. Right. Um, right. But there's very atypical mm-hmm. um, strings and piano sound in there, too. Mm, I see. And that's all the works of Kim Jun himself, because mm-hmm. uh, at the time, not very many people knew, but he is a singer-songwriter who writes all his own songs. Right. And that was just kind of forgotten, and people just kind of <laughs> overlooked that thanks to his people, face. People overlooked that. And here, we, we discussed this a couple times. Mm-hmm. This is where a handsome face sometimes does not work in your favor. No. Poor guy. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm that sorry for him, but... <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I'm especially not sorry because he still has the same face to this day. Um, but yeah, he of course made his debut in 1992, mm-hmm. 45 days after he was recruited. Right. So, you know, that, this was another this very a great thing. famous story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he was just picked up off the streets. They're like, the, you, you must, you must be known to the world all, because yes, you we must can't be known waste your us. face. Um, it turns out he has, a, you know, singing and songwriting skills musical talent as well so when he debuted he you know just his debut song just straight up went up to number one on Gai Top 10 and he had a very successful debut but even then a Mm -hmm. lot of people just assumed that he's going to be one of those quote unquote idol stars who just come and go right you know so like he's he's not going to stick around it's only going to be kids in their teens who like him and then just kind of grow out of it out of it right Um, but he defied all that uh, by becoming just an overall uh, multi-talented star. Mm-hmm. And this apparently happened especially so in 1993 mm-hmm. when he made an appearance on a comedy show, comedy slash variety show. Yeah. And he parodied none other than The Bodyguard <laughs> with comedian Young Da playing the role of Whitney Houston. Right. And it, was he the bodyguard? The I think Kevin so. Kevin Costner role? Yeah, I think so. Um <laughs> 
And apparently that just kind of won over all the older folks, too. Mm-hmm, so all of a sudden, he was not a teen pop idol, but a lot of pe- people in their 30s and 40s who were considered, you know, older mm-hmm. then um, uh, started loving him, too. And Just because he, he showed a little bit of his personality. And I think so. That he's just, uh, he's not self-important at mm-hmm. all. He's actually a really nice guy with a sense of humor. A sense of humor, he's humble, and mm-hmm. he's very... I don't know. He can. He can. Very down to earth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that just kind of uh, expanded his fan base, and even then, not a lot of people cared who wrote his songs. But you know, the, uh, a lot of more people were paying attention to where what he was wearing. Right, fashion uh, icon. Yeah, yeah, you know, he was one of the first men on stage wearing skirts and yes. with pants inside. But you know, anyway. <laughs> um, and uh, so that just went on and on. And by 2005, he released his fourth album called Dear. That, that was released in October. And apparently he produced the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And he wrote all the songs and wrote all the lyrics. Mm-hmm. No one knew. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, he, he was just people... quietly collecting all the royalties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but not getting um, popular credit. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so the title song of that very album was Non Neko. Non Neko. Yeah, and uh, that one actually reached uh, number one in some other charts. Mm-hmm. On Kyoto Top 10, though, it did peak at number seven the okay. following year in January. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so for those of you who might uh, be wondering, this was between uh, his third album, Dom Nendungan, and his fifth album, Show. Right. So. Okay. For me personally, it, even though this song did really well yeah. uh, overall in the charts, yeah. because show and Dom Nindongan have been so, so huge, mm-hmm. this song kind of feels like a little bit of a dip. Yeah, a little valley. Yeah. <laughs> Between um, two peaks. Like a, not a low valley, but you know. Just a little valley. Yeah, just because the other ones were too high up there. So high up yeah. there. Um, and that's why I was like, I don't know this song. You know, like I, I'm not gonna like this is gonna be something I have to learn all over again, right? Yeah. But when I heard the song, I was like, never mind. I know this song very well. <laughs> Suddenly singing along. Yep. Before you know it. Although I didn't know what the song was about until I actually read the lyrics, though. Oh yeah. Um, because it starts with the line, "I got to know you because you're my mom's friend's daughter." Oh, 엄친딸. Yeah, it literally starts with 엄마 친구 딸인데. It's kind of cute. That is cute. Um, and then he talks about how. Uh, naturally, you were there when I was going through puberty, mm. and you were not someone of the other sex, mm. but you know, like uh, just an old friend mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I trusted you, I uh, depended on you, and you were there when I was lonely. And you, your presence in my heart grew. Mm. And time made us, I love this line, time made us into adults. Oh, nice. Yeah. See, yeah. he's a great writer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, and now now that we're adults, to you, I will say this right. as a man. Oh. I love you. Oh, it's right? like a coming-of-age of little romance mm-hmm. all in a story. Mm-hmm. And then he says, don't forget that you're mine. Yeah. And see, that line, though, like that whole, okay, you're, you're my mom's friend's daughter, mm-hmm. and we've known each other all our lives, mm-hmm. but don't forget you're mine. Mm-hmm. In my head, I was thinking, see, this works because of his face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if it was a guy who I yeah. never really considered charming or, you know, great mm-hmm. looking, mm-hmm. and he was like, 
I've known you all my life, but I want to call you mine now. I'd be like, no. <laughs> I think it really depends on the deliverer of this message. Yes, I very see. much. I see. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, I guess, yeah, I'm just being superficial as a joke. <laughs> um, this is this looks like a great friendship. Yes, and because he says you were there when I was lonely, and mm-hmm. I I could always depend on you, and so on and so forth. Uh, and he goes on to say, I want to promise you, I want to give you a better life than what you what we have now. Mm, I see. Yeah, and I will uh, make sure that you never get bored. Interesting. Yeah, you know this song, the lyrics wise, if uh, it was a. Couple getting married that mm-hmm. had actually known each other mm. all their lives or were childhood friends. Mm-hmm. This would be a fantastic wedding song, lyric wise. Lyrically, musically, it's actually a little bit convoluted. Yeah, it's got a lot of things, a lot going, of things on. going on. But um, this was the era where we were just everything but the kitchen, kitchen sink. sink. Yeah, yeah, it <laughs> everything was. We were true. trying everything out. Yeah, we're still learning. But the thing is, it works. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just. I was kind of surprised because I was kind of, you know, like honing in and I was trying to listen to the things and bits and pieces I hadn't heard before. Mm -hmm. Um, It was kind of a surprise for me to hear strings now, you know, that kind of thing. Wow. And like, where's this piano going is Mm -hmm. what I was thinking. But when you don't, nitpick right as a whole like when you look at the big picture right sounds great it's it's all very cohesive mm-hmm. all right well let's check it out here is kim Won-jun with non nekko you're mine We just heard Kim Won-jun with Non Neko, you're mine. Um, <laughs> I just remember, um, okay, not, I don't remember, but uh, we were kind of watching an old mm-hmm. KBS uh, Kayo Top 10 footage, performance. Uh-huh. Some footage of uh, Kim Won-jun in, and they did a little screenshot of the studio audience, <laughs> and seriously, just like a, a row of ecstatic, really round faced, cute junior <laughs> high school students. <laughs> Were they in uniform? Uh, yeah, they yeah. were in uniform, yeah. and they all matched. Mm-hmm. And then they were holding up signs going, Nonneko, you're mine. I mean, at least have the courtesy to say, Opa Neko. <laughs> They're like, no, Nonneko. And they just look so ecstatic. And I just had a thought that, oh my gosh, they must be like PTA <laughs> <laughs> meetings. and <laughs> Actually, if they were students... Like junior high school, 95, they might be a little older than myself. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like my age. I think so. Oh, no, they're not. Because in 1995, I was... Anyway, moving right <laughs> Older <along>. than that. <laughs> Somewhere between us. Dropping the subject now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, if you haven't guessed the topic for today's Kyoto 10 yes, yet... Yes, I wanted to mention that too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so far we heard... Yes. Yes. I want to be by your side. Your side. Non neko. Non neko. Which is your mind. Your mind. And the next song I have for you is Don Kroke Sarjima. See, like I have to focus on that <laughs> this time around. Yeah. Because the English title for the song actually doesn't have the word in there. It doesn't have the U in no, there. It no, it just says don't live like that. Which is a proper translation. Yeah, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I feel like it's missing a nuance. Mm. Because when you say Don kroke sarjima. It kind of feels like you of all people. Ah, I see. Shouldn't live like that. Right, 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 yeah. right. But at the same time, it is an imperative saying yes. don't live so, like that. Yeah. That's true. 
So it's... Can you say, don't you Ooh, live yes. like that? <gasps> Good Does call. that work? Okay. I think so. It's perfect. Okay. Don't you live like that. A little closer to the nuance in I Korean? think so, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's, of course, a song by Park Mi-kyung. Oh, yeah. And, Got uh, some big hitters today. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. 95 was a good year. It was year. a great year, yeah. yes. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it ended with a bang, too. So, yeah. uh, But Park Mi-kyung actually debuted in all the way back in 1980. 85 mm-hmm. uh, with the ballad yeah. that was borderline trot yeah, called Mindele or Shideo. But she did make a huge comeback in 1995 with the very, like a total rebranding. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a total transformation. Right. Unrecognizable transformation, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, and uh, at the time, it was such a big deal of how someone from, someone who had debuted in the 80s right. uh, had. Did a, did a 180 mm-hmm. and came back 10 years later right. with a completely different image, mm-hmm. singing powerful dance ballads and singing and dancing, dancing. on stage, yep. performing songs and dance moves that were beloved by teens. Yeah. It was such a huge deal. I remember it being a huge deal, and mm-hmm. I remember reading about how, what an amazing feat it was mm-hmm. um, that it left me left an impression and all of a sudden today, as I was listening to the song, I started wondering, just how old was she then? Okay. She was 30. Oh, she's super young. She was 30 in 1995. And right. they were like, it's a grown-up woman. That's true. You that's know. true. Well, because she does look more mature, first I guess. of all. And also, she was already such an industry veteran. That's true, too. Um, but I guess mm-hmm. the thing that we didn't take into account was that she debuted when she was really young. Yeah. Right? So, like, it was like a giant second win for her. Right. But uh, at the same time, that meant she was competing with the kids who were in their late teens and early 20s. So, by comparison, she seemed like, you know, much older veteran. Right. But uh, our PD-nim and I were talking outside about how... Tan's 34. Right. You know? Like, <laughs> nowadays, idols are in their 30s. Right. So and not just early 30s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, like, it's sorry very to relative. throw... It's Sorry to throw Tan under the bus like that. Sorry, but, you know, We were listening to our song when, when we were discussing really this. So. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so it's... <gasps> Stella's 30. But anyway... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's over 30. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, it's like... Uh, it it's a different world. It is. It's, it's it's we look at it different. We look at things differently. We look at age mm-hmm. differently. Yeah. Um. It's and nothing but a number now. It's 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 just different. Mm-hmm. The meanings change for us mm-hmm. with every decade. But yeah, you're right. Pang Mi Young did sort of get that bad rap of being like seeming more mature mm-hmm. than um other people. But then on the other hand, there were some really young kids. That's true. Um, contending on the charts with her. Yeah. Against her. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Um. This song, though, Don Groke Sarjima, was a follow-up to her giant second wind hit song, which was You Got Jan and You. And uh, this was, of course, uh, the album where they had, like, so, Rain Music yeah. at the time, uh, him by Kim Chang-wan, producer mm-hmm. Kim Chang-wan, mm-hmm. uh, had a thing with, you know, uh, writing down all the genres in the parentheses next right. to the song. Each track was yes. labeled. Uh, so there was, like, a Jungle, new, or new Jack Swing, 
jungle, tropical, deep house, and you know, all that kind of stuff. Right, right. And this song, Don Groke Sajima, had Rave House next to it. Mm-hmm. And this was, uh, of course, penned and written by Chun Song Il. Because, you know, he did most of the things out there. Right. Um, and in this song, the protagonist is saying that um, you should, you know, be better. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't live like that. And you should be better to me before you regret it. Because if you keep this up, yes. I might leave. Mm. You know, because it looks like uh, the line that I uh, star- put a star next to was, right. you've told me you like me countless times, okay. but you've yet to say you love me. Mm, I see. And I know this is you preparing to leave whenever you want to. Ah, uh, giving yourself an out. Exactly. So, <laughs> but I'm not a fool like you are. Yeah. I, I can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. So if you don't shape up, I'm going to leave. Yeah. So don't you live like that. Don't you live like that. I like mm-hmm. the don't you live like that. Yeah. This is a common thing we see for Pang Lee Young, and I think it was written purposely with her image in mm-hmm. mind. She's often warning people, well, men, mm of things. Yeah. Like, you got done in you is like, that's that reason doesn't count. Right. Yeah. I'm warning you. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, it's, you know, riding that train, riding that popularity. Right. And uh, it's just, I think she's the only one who could do it. You know, she's up there with that elite um, club that Shin uh, Hyobon was also a part of. Mm-hmm. These uh, divas. Yep. Right. Um, and it's sort of like, yeah, very challenging, fun things to try at the Nurebang, mm. but yeah, the power. She, you know, I heard her saying just like maybe six months ago, mm-hmm. we did this gig, and as I was driving away, I was driving away, away, <laughs> away. She, it was a, in a park uh-huh. on the high. I still hear her, <laughs> just dead on every single note, mm. power, energy, all there, still there. Yeah, still there. Mm-hmm. Let's listen, Pang Mingyong with Non Kroke Sardima. Don't live like that. Woo, Pang Mi Young bringing the power, maximum power, from the very first to the very last measure. Goodness. Non kuroke sardima. Don't live like that. Or um, the preferred pr- pronounce, uh, mm-hmm. translation. translation. Don't you live like that. Yeah. Because we have a little running theme of our titles all having you in Korean in it. That's right. Kinda and cool. the next song I have for you is Dol, which is a contraction of Dol. Mm. I Won't Let You Go by another female vocalist, mm-hmm. but a completely different type. <laughs> yeah. uh, Kang Suji is oh. her name, and she is, of course, another veteran by this time, because this was a part of her sixth album. Yeah. Um, so she debuted uh, back in 1988, mm-hmm. so around not too many uh, years after Park Mi Kyung's right, debut, but right. uh, her first album was released in 1989, thanks to producer Yoon Sang. Right. Um, and she's ever since been known for her soft. She's the other the, uh, extreme opposite mm-hmm. end of the spectrum of Pang Mi-kyung. Exactly. Pang Mi-kyung and Shin Yeobom on one side and, right. and Kang Su-ji on the other. Very so airy. And yeah, like light. elvish even. Yes, very ethereal. Yeah. Yes. And uh, while Shin Yeobom and Pang Mi-kyung were all belting it out, mm-hmm. well, I guess Kang Su-ji was belting too, she but was, it just sounds completely way. different. It's just a different uh-huh. technique, it's different like tone. They're they're not only shaped differently, but they use different parts of their bodies yes. to sing too. Yes. And I always imagine her with like 
fairy wings. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. She, I'm sure delicate. she's put it on before, yeah. too. But delicate voice, delicate yeah. features. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so um, completely different. and But at the same time, it just goes to show what diversity we were experiencing in the, mu- in the uh, Korean pop music industry yeah. in 1995, which, once again, mm-hmm. was like... The best year. Yeah, um, it's really good year. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, so she worked with Yoon Sang for the, her first two albums, mm-hmm. and then for her third and fourth album, she did work with other producers and decided, eh, Yoon Sang's better. So, <laughs> went back. Yeah, went back in 1994, mm-hmm. and uh, I believe her fifth album was released then, and then the following year in 1995, she released not only her sixth album, but this was... Uh, followed very closely by mm-hmm. her first single album that came out um, in the same year, in actually 1995, I believe a little later in December, yeah. which was Hunza uh, mm-hmm. Mane The mm-hmm. winter single. Yeah. That was also kind of, I think, one of the first singles mm-hmm. yeah, so in the industry. It was a big deal. That was a big deal. And I think, if I remember correctly, it was after the release of the single that she actually tried out the Japanese market right. where she released multiple singles, of mm-hmm. course, because that, yes, that was kind of the norm. established. Yeah. Yes. Um, this song, though, so she is another singer songwriter yeah. like Kim Won-jun, who people just kind of looked, you know, glossed over the mm-hmm. fact that she was writing her own songs mm-hmm. because, you know, she sounded good and she looked good and <laughs> she really didn't need any more talent. <laughs> um, but uh, she did. She did write a lot of her own lyrics. Mm-hmm. But for this particular song, she decided to ask a very famous person mm-hmm. uh, or famous people, famous couple of people yeah, to write the true. song. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lyrics were by Park Ju-yeon yeah. and the song itself was by Kim Hyung-sok. It's quite a power combo there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that should also let you know that this is a very typical Korean palladu. <laughs> it's not a ballad, it's no, a palladu. Palladu. Yep. Um, and uh, it's a song that's saying, mm, we're back together now. Mm-hmm. And you could try to leave again, but I won't let you go. I won't let you go. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, uh, the times that have tried us mm-hmm. are now behind us. Right. And we don't have that much time left. Oh. I think it's just saying, you know, we could have had all of our lives, but now we have a little less than that. Right. Um, because we waited. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, there's no way I will ever let us be apart again. Mm-hmm. And we have to make the best of the time we have left. I see. I see. Uh, so, yeah, it's a... Mm, I, I really don't know what else to say. It is a palate. This is a really good example of textbook K-ballad yes. going on here. Uh, delivered by a textbook Palade singer, yes. written by a textbook ballad songwriter and, and lyricist. It's <laughs> very true. All right, we have the lovely Kang Suji for our next song. It's Nol Punetiana. I won't let you go. We just heard Kang Suji with No Ponetiana. I won't let you go. Ah, that last key so change like at a... the very end note. Yeah, even that's like palatu. Yeah, that yeah. little the deceptive uh-huh. word at the very very end. Uh, yes, we are getting such a diversity of mm-hmm. vocals here, and yes, she just she feels like a, like a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. 
<gasps> we took a little break. It's like getting a massage in your ears. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it is. It was, yeah. it was very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, love comes so lovely. Mm-hmm. All right. We're already, it's at that time. We've got yep. one more track for the day. That's right. Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention at the top of uh, the segment, though, the reason that it's kind of like the theme for today, which yeah. is no yeah. or the very informal way of referring to the second person. Mm-hmm. Um it just stood out to me because although this wasn't like the first chart I saw with a lot of nods on, like, you know, in the charts. Yeah. Um, it was weird how there were so many. They were just screaming at me. Mm. And these weren't even the only ones. Really? Uh, Kartu's um, 너를 품에 안으면 was in there. Yeah. And there was a... Non Nami Anya by EOS was on there uh-huh. too. And there was a bunch that I've already played on Gaut with him before. Right, so right. I had to like cancel them out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just like, why are they all of, in, all of a sudden being so informal all together at the same That's time? Because, you know, before then we had, you know... Lots like of some, vows. Yeah, a lot Kude. of like, 그대, 당신, and 님, and you know, like mm-hmm. all those were all of a sudden... Because they were like no. so many different words, just you know, all yeah. became no. So mm. it was like, well, that was definitely a trend. I guess. I guess we were being a little more casual now, we're moving and away. Even I guess the tar- the main target audience for Korean pop music has shifted yes, to teens, yes, as opposed to grown-ups, right? So uh, teens would, you know, I guess, you know, donen. Um, you are my mom's daughter's friend. Yeah. Makes more sense when you say no. Sure. As opposed to 그대는. Of course. 저의 어머니. Very good point. So, yes. That's absolutely yeah, right. So I thought yeah. it was something uh, worth noting. And yeah. when as we talk about 1995, and to wrap it all up, um, I did bring in a song that I have played on Hayato Tim before mm-hmm. because it was actually very... Um, once again, for the lack of a better word, notable yeah. that this song was still in the charts. Wow. Because it was released in the summer of 1994, but I did find it in, you know, the charts for December of 1995. <gasps> My goodness. Mm-hmm. It is none other than 널 보낸 후에, mm-hmm. or After Letting You Go by Choi Jae-hoon. Yeah. And I did put it at the end because I wanted to play it after Kang Soo-ji's song, 널 보내진 <laughs> <laughs> Because, you know... I won't let you go, and now it's after I let yeah, you go. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> and another um, thing that I wanted to mention about this song is that so far we heard songs by veteran singers who were already veterans by the point the songs were released. Right. Uh, you know, they were part of their fifth, sixth, or even... Um, Fourth, fourth, fifth, sixth albums. Right. This song was actually from this artist's debut studio oh. album. Oh, yeah, he got was... the rookie in the house. Yeah, <laughs> and he stayed in the chart for over a year and a wow. half. So, um, quite a feat. Yep. He is great friends with Kim Won Jun. Yes, There's just you know, trying to look for connections. Yes, yes. Here and there, they're and the they, same age. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did actually uh, form a group together with uh, Ken's Peggy Song and Lee Sejun of Yuri Sangja and called it M4. <laughs> Uh, that happened in oh, that happened twelve years ago. Oh, already! Yeah, My goodness. Mm-hmm. amazing. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of people. I think I mentioned this the last time I talked about Choi Jae too, but a lot of people mm-hmm. kind of forget that he's a singer, oh. a great one at that, because he's such a funny guy. Right, right, right. And he's such he, a personality. Yeah, he it has a great presence on radio, yeah. and um, you know, so people forget that he is an amazing vocalist. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for the song's lyrics, 
it's in the, in the song he says could <laughs> they um, and he says I knew from the beginning that uh-huh. this was not meant to be right but I just fell in love with you yeah I couldn't help it and uh, I can't I still can't forget you even though I don't even know where you are anymore mm. and I don't know how much more I have to hurt oh no mm-hmm. yeah and he says I know this is like an important part in I go yeah. if you know the song you know what yeah, I'm talking you know. about yeah. he says I know why you left <laughs> right. and you know and but at the time I, it just hurt so much and yeah. I just want to hold you one more time, one more time. Yeah. and I love you yeah. you know <laughs> he just does that and uh he keeps on saying "kudeo" if you know how yeah, I the feel. Song, yeah, the song. And I think that is kind of nice because it's Narbon and Hue. Mm-hmm. They're intimate. Mm-hmm. But he says "kudeo" is sort of kind of this declaration. Yeah, it's right? like an, you know, he's imploring. Exactly. And, exactly. you know, like just praying and yeah. begging and... Hoping it'll happen. Yeah. It's like, please come back if you know how I nice feel. Nice torch song mm-hmm. there going on. And it's going to wrap up actually today's show because we're all out of time. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Liz. was having too much fun. <laughs> Always my <laughs> Ran out of time. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for tuning in. Here's Che Doon taking us out. Naripun and Hue after letting you go. We'll see you all here tomorrow. <laughs>